You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Good afternoon, Joe Clark. How are you doing? I am well, thank you, Richard. Well, thank you. And successfully perse- persevered through some computer issues to be recording today. Yay! I know. Well, yes. So thankful. Uh, computer technology doing well, Joe. <laughs> but on to more fun things. Um, I hear you've had some more funny words from Andy. Yes. Uh, this is one of our most popular segments on the podcast. So I've collected <laughs> four uh, words or phrases that uh, I'm going to quiz you on, Joe. Uh, this okay. is from my uh, 14-year-old. Um, what, uh, what do these words mean? Okay, ready? I'm ready. Yeah, first one is nerfed. If something's been nerfed, what does that has what has happened to it? I mean, I'm thinking of the nerf gun, so I'm guessing like shot with a dart or something. Like something that's been shot. Incorrect. Incorrect. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> nerfed means something that has been modified in such a way that it's not as good as it used to be. <laughs> so this is, uh, I think, comes from gaming where maybe there has been an upgrade or something and okay. the gun that used to be really good is now kind of like a Nerf gun, a firing okay. foam dart. It's no good. <laughs> so I heard Andy once say, um, yeah, oh, this thing, oh, it's been nerfed. And that just means modified and not working so well. <laughs> <laughs> so you random. You can I say that about your uh, most recent computer update perhaps. Yeah, it's been nerfed. That is for sure. <laughs> All right. Here's a- Here's another one. This one's, this is pretty easy. I'm sure you get this one. Um, OG. If something's OG, what is it? Or the OG? The OG. Oh. Oh, I immediately think all good, but that's AG. No, no. <laughs> you might say this about some uh, breakfast cereal or a piece of music or. Um... Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Oh, interesting. No, that means the original. So, in, oh. in a good sense. So, if you're having some. So a certain kind of cereal might say, this is the OG. Or if someone was, uh, you know, the first <laughs> at something, they might say, hey, that person, he was the OG. So that's a very cool thing to say. Right. So if someone was really good at something and they kind of make the way for other people, they're the OG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. But also brands and things like that. I'm okay. going to go with the Jesus joke. You ready? <laughs> Jesus, the? the OG. <laughs> you could say that. He's the OG shepherd. Or the OG. The OG shepherd. Yeah. Just the OG everything. All right, back to you. Okay, here's another gaming word. There's, yep. I won't use too many gaming stuff, but okay. uh, if something is broken, what does that mean? So you've got a weapon in the game and you say this weapon is broken. This weapon is broken. As run out? No, it's very strange, this one. It actually means it is so good that it breaks the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> which means not broken. <laughs> not broken. So you could use it maybe playing cards. You can say, okay. oh, that card is broken. And that's a card that is so powerful it breaks the game and you win. So, Okay, so um, I'm just spelling-wise, is this B-R-O-K-E-N? Or I like, think so. Yeah, I don't oh, think there's any special spelling. Wow. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, I would never <laughs> so, have guessed that. <laughs> there's some, you might have a, you know, that'll expand out to a cricket bat or something. You just say, that's, it, that's totally broken. Okay, <laughs> last one. You're none from three so far, Joe. I'm doing really badly. <laughs> um, a Chad. If you were to say someone is a Chad, what does that mean? <laughs> Actually, I got a plant from someone off Marketplace the other day. His name was Chad. Um, I have really got no idea. Okay. So if someone is a Chad, that means that there is a, they're a good person. Uh, they're, they're kind of strong and kind. 
And so um, you might say that um, about, say, one of, one, of, one of somebody does a nice thing for you, you say, oh, you're such a Chad. Or if um, <laughs> maybe some, one of your colleagues here at work, you know, goes the extra mile, puts some chairs out, stays back late, you say, oh, you know, that, that, that's Sam. He's such a Chad. Okay. <laughs> so could you say to someone, you're a real Chad? Or <laughs> you could try that. Next time you're hanging out with some youth people, you could try that. Um, but I think that would be a compliment. Right. Yeah. Although it's often said about other people. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. 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 There you are. Wow. Nerfed, broken, OG and Chad. So <laughs> I'm so words. unaware of how the youths of today are speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and all the classics, Pog and Cracked, they're all, they're all still in use as well. So that's, uh, that's the update. It would be such an enjoyable time to listen to Andy talk to his friends. <laughs> uh, it's unintelligible. Um, but, uh, Joe, that's, uh, what, uh, what's been going on in your world this well, week? Well, I have a funny story to tell you. Um, so I was moving, moving to this new home. I was thinking, okay, I'm going to meet the neighbours. We're going to become friends because we share boundaries and that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And so I meet the neighbours on one side and they happen to be the cousin of Dave and Katie from church, which is oh, amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So And they're really lovely people. And I hadn't yet met the other neighbour and there's quite a bit of kind of bush, like forestry vegetation between our two houses. So like it's, it's a little bit more obscured. Um, and so one day I was having a big moment because my pool, which I never thought I'd own, um, had finally got all the right water levels. So there mm-hmm. was just the right amount of chlorine saltiness in it. Mm. The, the pH was perfectly balanced. Barry, my pool guy, had helped me with working that out and we mm. were both very happy with it. And so today was the day I was going to jump in the pool for the first time. And I had resolved that I was going to jump in with my clothes on after doing some gardening because I thought that would be a super fun thing to do and I was going to do a massive bomb dive. Yeah. So I jump in with my massive bomb dive. It's absolutely freezing and I get out very <laughs> smartly. I'm my towel around me and as I walk out of the pool, there is my new neighbour, James. So I'm standing there wet to the bones in my clothes yeah. <laughs> and introduce myself to James. And we have a lovely conversation but I was just thinking, you know what, this is not the ideal timing. <laughs> I was picturing like a very, very civilised, hello, James kind of moment. And instead yes. I'm there like a drowned cat. The crazy lady. Oh, man, I did look like a crazy lady. I think I might have even said, yeah, sorry, I was just bomb diving into my pool <laughs> something like that. Maybe I was quite nervous because I'm not great at meeting new people. Anyway, so that goes down in history as one of the most embarrassing moments in terms of meeting new neighbours. Yeah, that is a funny story. Well, <laughs> good on you for meeting your neighbours, uh, Joe. even if it's been hasn't quite been how you pictured it. But, yeah, uh, it's been nice. It's been really nice to get to know them, mate. Actually, it's been good. Yeah. Do you know oh. your neighbours? Um, I do, yes. We have a friendly over-the-fence kind of relationship mm. and been in each other's homes a couple of times. I've never had um, neighbours before. It's quite nice yeah, in terms yeah. of like uh, over-the-fence neighbours before. Yeah, yeah. No, mm. Something we could talk about more in future podcasts perhaps. So true, so true. But um, let's get to the Word of the Lord. You've been reading the Psalms again. Uh, yes, spending plenty of time in Psalms. Just mm. loving today uh, reading Psalm 103. Mm. And um, we'll focus on verse 10. Psalm 103 is I think quite a well-known psalm. There's um, a, a well-known line there about the um, our sin being removed from us as like mm. from the east, from the west. But the, the verse that caught my attention today is verse 10, which I'll read uh, from Psalm 103. He has not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our iniquities. 
Mm. And uh, that is a lovely truth. Like, you know, uh, forgiveness, God has um, yeah, not um, judged us as uh, sinners. He's full of mercy. But I think the thing that captured me is um, our sins and iniquities really um, could have a much more negative impact on our life than than, mm. than what they could be. Like, as I've been reflecting um, as I'm, you know, self-growth and all that sort of thing, I've just realized how many sinful things I'm doing or sinful thoughts or foolish thoughts hmm. and that if I was to reap all the consequences of my sin and foolishness, uh, that would be horrendous. That would be hmm. an absolute disaster. Hmm. But um, I think this verse is reminding that not only has God forgiven me f- for my sin and eternally and completely, um, he's not dealt with me as my sins deserve. He's, he's spared me the consequence of my sin and showed a lot of kindness in my life, uh, which I do not deserve. And, um, yeah, that caused me to give thanks to God in prayer today mm. and to praise him for his kindness in that way. Mm. Isn't God so good that when, she, when you read his word and you pause and you reflect upon it, you just realise that those basics of mercy and um, grace are just so life-changing. And mm. that's essentially what you're talking about, that, that the life-changing nature of not getting what we deserve, instead getting mercy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Just a simple thing, but just <laughs> thankful that mm. despite my sin, yeah, God has been kind to me in so many ways. So, um, mm. yeah, loving Psalm 103. Mm. Oh, that sounds enjoyable. Are you going to keep reading the Psalms this week or? Oh, I will, yes. I'll uh, Maybe next week or at a future podcast I'll share my Psalms reading strategy at the moment. Mm. I've, I've combined a few things that we've talked about on this podcast into a uh, Psalms reading strategy. But, yeah. That sounds I good. save that for a future podcast. <laughs> but, uh, Joe, you're spending some time in the Word in a, different, uh, in a different way. Tell us about that. Yeah. I don't know about you, but back in the day when we made CDs, um, we made CDs of Bible talks. I used to be a big CD Bible talk listener. Yeah, I'm, from, I'm, a, I'm a Gen X from the cassette era. Yeah, the tapes. Yeah, you tape it. Yeah, no judgment. I understand that. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what a tape is, go Google it. It's a fun yeah, time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I would listen to, to talks by our, from our church again and again and again, and mm. they, they were very fruitful times. Mm. Um, I really grew a lot. And during this lockdown, I've realised I could stand to do a bit that do that a bit more. Yeah. Mainly because I've really struggled at, when I've been at home alone to focus with the same intention on the Bible teaching at church, um, just watching a YouTube video compared to the live growth time and then talking with others after church. Mm. And so um, I've decided to re-listen to all of the Jeremiah talks and I'm so thankful for our uh, commerce team. We've put all the talks back up online and ready for us to watch. So I was, I've been watching them and I'm up to talk three. Uh, but um, I have found it very, very good for me because mm. the feeling of, oh, yes, I remember that point. Oh, yes, I remember how I felt when I learned that point for the first time. Still true now or, oh, I could stand to keep learning that that point or I missed that completely from last time. Um, it just helps me to dig deeper into Jeremiah. And um, I think one of the things that struck me was from um, Dave Allen did the, the second talk mm. and he was talking on Jeremiah 3. And he was talking about faithfulness and um, he, he painted this picture of Israel who is being called back to God um, from unfaithfulness, from adultery and from defiling the land with stone and wood. And mm. um, I think the picture is we're meant to be seeing idolatry and mm. we're meant to be seeing lots of unfaithfulness. 
and it's quite a stark image. And Dave really did a great job in the talk of reminding us that faithfulness is part of the Christian relationship with God. And I just enjoyed that reminder again this week. Yeah. I think sometimes I can tend towards thinking, oh, um, this is my life is just trusting in Jesus and quite simplifying. And it is, it is Mm. just trusting in Jesus. But um, there is great joy in expressing the the love of God, love for God we have mm. um, in, in faithfulness and the great wisdom and great obedience and all these things. We do obey. And so um, I'll just read the verse that stood out to me from the same yeah. with Dave, um, verse 14 of Jeremiah 3. Return, faithless people, declares the Lord, for I am your husband. I will choose you, one from a town and two from a clan, and bring you to Zion. Then I'll give you shepherds after my own heart who will lead you with knowledge and understanding. In those days when your numbers have increased greatly in the land, declares the Lord, people will no longer say the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. It will never enter their minds or remember it. It will not be missed, nor will another be made. At that time, they will call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord and all nations will gather in Jerusalem and honour the name of the Lord. No Mm. longer will they follow the stubbornness of their evil hearts. And I just thought, ah, that's right. We've got this marriage relationship, faithfulness relationship with God Mm. and the end will be that we will be with God, um, and it's depicted here in Jerusalem, but it will be the the new Jerusalem um, yeah. that we'll be experiencing. So, yeah, I, I love that about um, that faithfulness. I, it's occurred to me that the same sort of thing. Uh, I think from Jeremiah as well that our, our obedience to God is an expression of faithfulness. Mm. Like um, sometimes obedience. That's a great. Know, we, that's a great sentence. Think, yeah. Oh, I'm just following the rules. You know, like you're at a, mm. a stop sign. There's nobody there, and you think, oh, okay, I'll stop. I'll obey, mm. and that's what I'm doing. But when we uh, obey God in those, those difficult moments where you, I don't know if you hear this, we're feeling like, all right, I'm obeying God. This is not feeling easy, but I'm going to do it. Mm. Um, God loves that, um, not just because of this pure technical obedience, but it's an expression mm. of faithfulness in that mm. moment. Mm. Uh, and yeah. con- conversely, dr- drifting away is not just breaking a rule. It's an expression of unfaithfulness. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Which God's forgiveness is, is overflowing, ready to go. But Mm. I, I think it enriches our that um, experience of the Christian walk, especially in, in hard times. Mm. And I think Dave did a great job of depicting actually in this one throwaway line, he depicted what it felt like to be the one who had had been treated with unfaithfulness. And I thought, oh, I don't want to treat God that way. Mm. It was just this beautiful sentence. I can't even remember what he said, but it just made me think, yes, I don't want to treat God that way. I love mm. God and I yeah. want him to know my love not because it saved me, but because he's shown me such great love and why wouldn't I want to love him back? Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I think in terms of how it hit the ground, I think mainly just today I was thinking, okay, that's the life here. It's yeah. choosing continually to be faithful to God. That's yeah. that's my life all my days. So it was an encouraging time. So that is so helpful. Such a simple way of um, personal growth, Christian mm. growth, to, mm. to re-listen to a talk and it's just so available. Mm. Um, that's right. And I, I think you don't have to watch them. You just put them on and listen to them and oh, mm. so encouraging. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, the CDs of old. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We will put uh, links to that uh, Jeremiah series from our yes. church. But if you're listening to us and you're not uh, going to our church, Hunter Bible Church, then, um, yeah, consider listening to your own preachers for a second yeah. time around. Um, That'd be great. And uh, learning and growing in that way. Mm. 
Well, we will draw this uh, conversation to an end today, Joe. It's been mm. great chatting with you, sharing neighbour stories. I look <laughs> forward to uh, more stories uh, like that. And um, I uh, wish you the best in using some of those new Andy words, uh, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I can't even think of one right now that I can use well in context because they're so <laughs> strange. <laughs> It'll just come to you. Um, <laughs> It'll just come to me. Oh, and uh, been great reflecting on God's kindness from Psalm mm. 103 and um, from uh, yeah, and faithfulness to God in Jeremiah. Mm. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, now, if you've enjoyed this listening to this podcast, then um, yeah, can we encourage you to share it with others? Um, mm. Joe and I are not. Um, we, we don't really worry, but if if you found this helpful, then. It's a, it's a kind thing to do to say to someone else, here's a podcast that, um, yeah, it's good to listen to. Mm, that's right. We want people to grow, don't we, brother? That'll be. That's all it is, yeah. All righty. Well, good to talk. I'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.